0: That's how you win a ball game. That's how you take control of your destiny. Good afternoon on a football. Monday. it's Big Sills here on the National Football Show. Taking care of business. I was just talking with Xander about how the National Football League is gauged, how a team is gauged, how a player is gauged. This is a result business nobody cares at all in any way whatsoever about method on how you got to being a champion nobody's going to sit down and dissect that crap this all comes down to winning ball games that's exactly what happened on sunday listen i hated how the game started with all those passes still the Eagles now have won six of their last eight ball games. They have completely turned this train wreck around, and now they're in the seven hole, and they've taken care of business in the NFL playoffs. It's been a great story. It's been an absolutely spectacular turnaround. The football team is now scary got a couple topics here that we're going to bang off you here first and foremost man before we get going i want to wish everybody a great holiday we still got the new year's coming up here this weekend but i hope everyone had a great christmas and how could you not now you know you win two games like that in a span of five or six days and now you're sitting at eight and seven and you've been fighting for your playoff lives the entire year you've won six of the last eight like i said and now you're in contention to have a playoff game. Pretty damn impressive. Pretty damn impressive. Here's the topics. By the way, I see everybody coming aboard. If you're new to the program, I like to say this too. Please start to show off by hitting the like button. Thank you so much You're on this Football Monday. And then we're going to get to all your thoughts. And happy holidays to everybody out there as well. Who's been more responsible for this Eagle turnaround? If you had to pick somebody that was responsible for this turnaround, who is it? The coach? Coach has done a whale of a job. Coach is now a candidate for NFL Coach of the Year. How about the D coordinator is now being thought of as a potential head coaching candidate, according to Adam Schefter. Jonathan Gannon is now going to be considered an NFL head coaching candidate. How about the way that that team is played? You got a top 10 football team on that side of the ball, the Eagles. What's been the difference? Jalen? Sirianni? Jonathan Gannon? What's been the turnaround? And the other topic that I want to throw off of you guys, has Jalen finally passed his audition as the future quarterback of the Eagles? You know, it's funny. Xander just asked me that question, and I paused again. And if I'm pausing, I guess I'm still not there yet. I guess I'm still not there. As to the first topic, who's responsible? I got to think it's Sirianni. Nick Sirianni's responsible for this turnaround. He coaches Jalen hard. He's got a fundamental on what he wants to do. He makes mistakes. He made mistakes in that game against the Giants in the way he started that game. Throwing the ball, you don't need to do that. I don't care about down the line what has to happen when it comes to If you're going to be a playoff team, you got 60 minutes in front of you. You can't just throw your helmet on the field right now and go, you're going to win a ball game. Actually, nobody in the NFL can do that this year. Nobody's a dominant team. There's dominant quarterbacks, but there's not dominant teams. I think Sirianni's responsible for this stops with him. He's the head coach. And again, for Jalen, has he passed the audition? This is the one I'm stuck on. This is the one that I am stuck on. Has he passed the audition? I was going to say yes, but then guess what? When Xander asked me that question, I paused. And if I'm still pausing, that means I'm not sure. And I've got to be fair to myself. Look, I love the kid. See, when you start that conversation, too, that has nothing to do with whether or not he's the guy. I like the guy. He's really smart. He gives great answers on the press conference. He does all the intangible things. It's got nothing to do with being asked the question like Xander just asked me. Is he the guy or not, Silio? Yes or no? Don't tell me how much you like the kid. He's right. Is Aaron Rodgers the guy? You bet your ass he's the guy. Tom Brady, the guy. Bet your ass he's the guy. Is Josh Allen the guy? You bet your ass he's the guy. Am I there right now with him? Jalen Hurts. If I have to pause, I'm not. Okay? Sirianni's responsible for this. All right. Guys, if you're new to the program, here's how we do it. By the way, if I miss some of your comments, and by the way, if you want to repost them please do it. And if you're new just sit back and watch how I do this. Look man, I got a boatload of stuff here man. We have so much to hit on man. How about Carson Wentz's performance on Saturday? Hey by the way, the Colts are 9 and 6. That was a heck of a throw back in the end zone. There were some wincing throws that Wentz made, I got it. But they're 9 and 6. 9 and 6. That's another storyline. If I miss some of the comments, just repost them. What I do is we go back and forth. You guys are part of the program. Bottom of the hour, Gary Cobb's going to join us. Rashad says this, is Trevor Lawrence the guy? No, but with the number one overall selection, the asset that I wasted, you bet your ass I'm going to give him every opportunity to see if he is. GQuest, if we beat Washington, okay, he's got to be considered. Nick says, I got to see more consistency. Priceless, how you doing, brother? Thanks for coming aboard. Big Chris, 8-7 and, and in the wild card spot. Let's go! Chuck it up Philly. Wentz made some pretty good plays over the weekend. And that was a recognizable game that you have to give him credit for, for sure. Paul says we should be 9-6. I know that giant game in the Meadowlands. I told you this guy still may come back to haunt us. Ernest says, got to see Gannon against a good quarterback. Great call. That's like telling me I got, to see, I got to see the Cowboys versus a pretty good football team instead of the teams from the NFC East, right? Everybody wants to give the Cowboys love. They beat a Washington team that has been decimated with COVID. Michael says, you can see Hertz's arm developing right in front of us. Rashad says, then give Jalen the opportunity like you would Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was the number one overall selection. This is his first season in the league. I'm not going to dismiss a guy who was the number one pick. I'm not. I only owe Jalen Hurts $3 million, okay, over the next three years. I don't owe him anything. It's not the investment of the $30 million that I made in Trevor Lawrence down in Jacksonville. Paul says we might play Dallas last game and in the playoffs. Yes, you would have that flip-flop game. You would play at the link final game of the regular season, and then the Cowboys can end up getting you in the opening round of the playoffs, because as of right now, the Cowboys are the two seed. Jade says this, just let Hurts develop. Has Jalen passed his audition, Michael says if Hertz was coming into the draft this year, he'd be a top five pick. Would he? I think he'd be a top 25 pick. I don't think top five. You, 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 you see Josh Allen, talent with Jalen Hurts? I don't. Williams says, what are we going to do with Miles? He's, he's hurt again. We're going to ask Gary Cobb that the impact of Miles Sanders being out is going to hurt. Miles Sanders has turned in uh, for me from being a dude to the guy. He has a chance on being somebody really good. If you think Tony – can can, guys, would this be a fair comparison? I think Miles Sanders is all, has, has all the same talent as Tony Pollard. Is that fair? Tony Pollard and Miles Sanders, I don't see any difference. I think if you gave Tony Pollard Zeke's carries, I think he'd be a 1,000-yard rusher also. Sanders is out for Sunday. That hurts. And by the way, guys, don't think you're going to roll Washington. They were embarrassed on national television last night on the scoreboard, and they were embarrassed nationally with that fight on the sidelines. They are going to go into that game, and that's going to be their playoff game, trying to knock you out of the postseason. Washington wants to play spoiler. Don't let them. Don't let it be a trap game where you think Washington's just going to lay down. They're not going to lay down. Daryl says, yes, fair. I think he's Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders. And by the way, Ree, I'm, I'm not saying when it comes to physical skills, I'm talking about ability. They look like the same guy to me. Very elusive inside the tackles. They're hard runners. Nobody expected anything from them. He's also like that kid Carson in Seattle, Miles Sanders. X says, might be a trap game. Right. Don't let it be. Don't let it be. Big Chris says, we embarrassed them before Dallas. Not last night. Not like last night. 56 points being put on you in that rivalry. And then you had a fight on the sidelines. Guys, they had their shit handed to them last night. East Canham says, I'm starting to see Hertz stand in the pocket. Hey, let, let, let's, let's be to the point here. The Eagles took control of that game in the second half because of Hertz throwing the ball. Okay, stats in the ball game. Total yards, 324 to 192. They ran the ball for 130 yards. I hated the penalties. 11 for 79. Hertz was 17 to 29, 199, two touchdowns, 102.5. Devontae Smith, spectacular catch in the back of the end zone. Five for 80 and a TD. Quez Watkins, three for 43. Dallas Goddard, too, by the way, I think has the ability to be a really great tight end. But, bro you got to have better hands in key situations on third down. I see some drops out there sometimes that I don't get. Kurt says they always Doug gave them the ticket to the postseason last year. I like that. Ernest says Sanders is history prone. That could be. The Smith catch was beautiful. It was. I, I thought it was a TD, too, when I saw him drag his foot, and then they ended up giving it to him. Then again, excuse me, they ended up giving him what he earned. In the NFL, you don't, you're you not handed anything. Nothing's given to you. Should have been 22 at 29-5 drops hurt us, too. Got to drop some passes, doesn't he? He does. He drops some passes. Actor says... Hertz needs a full season. He's having a full season. This is a full season with Sirianni. And this is. Wait a minute here. I think this is defining the guy. Guys, remember where this football team was at the beginning of the year? We were shitting all over the quarterback and the head coach and the and a defensive coordinator. Okay? We were all over these guys. Too predictable. Jalen's not a pocket guy. He's a little reckless with the ball. I thought he was a little reckless with the ball a couple times in that game against the Giants. And, again, I keep getting asked the question. It's funny. Not just Xander, but everyone asks me the question. Do you think Jalen Hurts has earned the ability to be the future of the team? I I pause when I think about it because – I'll tell you what makes me pause my, my affection for the guy, his likability. His That's what you see in him. I like him. Ernest says her success is going to depend on how good Sirianni is. I think Sirianni's been the difference in the turnaround. Because of his lack of arm strength, it's all going to come down to the type of plays that he constructs for him, just like the same way Sean Payton did for Breeze. That's actually a spectacular take. Rashad says, all that's happening is the Eagles are growing as a football team. Let them grow. Okay? South Philly says, Hurts is a Pro Bowl alternate, period. It's a great accomplishment it's a great accomplishment it's a great accomplishment oh hey 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 dante lane johnson getting that touchdown i thought it was awesome hey and for the record how is that guy not in the pro bowl how is lane johnson not in the pro bowl oh i know why he missed those games right he he missed those games Okay, that's that's why he's not in the Pro Bowl. Remember something, guys. Players vote on that. Okay? Okay, players players vote on that. I showed you a ballot before, right? Here, here. We all used we all get these. And this is a ballot that every player gets in his locker. NFL ballot. This has been handed out since the beginning of time. What year is that for me? This is my, is it say 97 or, 1987. Every player gets a ballot. Big Sills was on this ballot, as you can see. I saved it because... I'll never be on an NFL Pro Bowl ballot ever. <laughs> that's one of my biggest achievements, too, by the way, being on an NFL Pro Bowl ballot. So the players didn't vote Lane in because he missed those games. Yeah, mental issues, I, I, I know. Dave, that's a great question. Dan, how long does it usually take, typically, for an O-lineman, an O-line to gel? Dude, that's the toughest unit to gel. You know, defensive guys are easier. That's why you see them younger. Offensive line, that's why you see the majority of those guys in their late 20s. There's more technique in the O-line than there is on defense. Offensive linemen take a long time to gel. Look at Trent in Chicago. Trent had a Pro Bowl season, and they called him off of mothballs, right? Before he ended up getting hurt, he was playing some pretty damn good ball for the Chicago Bears. That's why you see these guys. Trent Williams out in um, San Francisco, they're all older guys, 33, 34. Takes a long time to develop that offensive line. Andrew says, Hertz and Sirianni scare me. Well, those two guys are doing a hell of a job. Dave says, I think Kelsey is a Hall of Famer. Dave, I'll say this to you. Beginning of the year, I laughed. As usual, Philly fans prove it to be a point where you guys are right once again, okay? He's a spectacular football player, okay? Spectacular player, spectacular, okay? I'll tell you something else too. You see a spirit in the Eagles, okay? These guys are all rowing in the same direction. You know, Seth Joyner was tweeting And he said something right out of the gate. I've got to tell you, man, Sirianni scared me too. Those passes at the beginning of the game, it resembled what they did in the Meadowlands. And I'm like, why are you doing this? It's almost like he can't help himself. Then he realized, wait a minute, let's get back. You know, I think the Eagle front office hates the identity. Let's throw this out there, guys. Do you think the Eagle front office hates the identity of this team this year? Timothy says, Dan, are you familiar with Eagles running back Jason Huntley? They may call him up from the practice squad. That I am not, my friend. John says, how do you think Jalen would perform if he didn't have to prove himself every game? John, every new quarterback has to prove himself every single single game. Until you become Brady or Aaron Rodgers, you have to look at Baker Mayfield. Over 60 starts. Over 60 starts. Without question, Dan, they are livid with our running, running the rock. You guys think that, really? Doesn't it See, Guys, Joe Burrow throws... And, and smile. You don't think that Howie and everybody in the front office see Joe Burrow throwing for 525? Do you think that Howie Roseman and the owner of the Eagles hates this team's identity because it just seems they try to do whatever they can to put that round peg in a square hole, and it aggravates me. I'm tweeting out, at Dan Cilio's show, I'm doing this, guys. What are you effing doing? Why would you... You're on the cusp of running a team off the field, which they ended up in the second half. And you know what? I think this bleeds into the fact why the Eagles are so productive in the second half. is because you know what they do? They finally surrender the fact that he's not accurate enough, and this is why maybe I still pause. But don't they understand? The more you start the run game, the more you develop the run game, the passing game will come in the second half. Dave, I'd rather run the ball. Dave, when you run the ball, you run the clock out. You limit touches with the quarterback on the other side. And if you get people like Matthew Stafford or Aaron Rodgers or Dak Prescott or Tom Brady in the opening round of the playoffs, you got to be able to keep those guys on the sidelines. You got the formula to do it. You got the formula to do it, man. Mayfield is garbage. I've been saying it to you the whole time. This guy's got a high school quarterback's mentality. I can't stand that guy. Okay, the progressive commercials, I don't mind those things. Every guy should make a dollar. Okay? But you know what he is? This guy's got Tom Brady's fame and not his ability. That's who Baker Mayfield is. Baker Mayfield, NFL stars. like image, but he doesn't have the ability to fit the bill for it. Big Chris says the Eagles could be scary in the playoffs. Yeah, they run the ball. Timothy says, no, no, hey, just, just, hey, Jason Huntley, I have not seen him run. Smile, I saw that, man. How about that throw in the back of the end zone by Foles, huh? Hey, how about all Eagle quarterbacks won over the weekend? Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, and Jalen Hurts. Guys, how do you feel about that? All three guys you had in your quarterback room, okay? Well, you didn't have Foles there, but, okay? At one time or another, three quarterbacks in the last three years that were Eagle quarterbacks. Oh, by the way, I'm going to ask you guys something. I think I asked you this before. Did Rasul Robinson piss somebody off? Who did he piss off in Philly? Did he, who did Rasul Robinson piss off in Philly? Rasul Douglas, excuse me. Thank you, Xander. My bad, my bad. Who did Rasul Douglas piss off in Philly? Who did he piss off, Douglas? Okay, who, do, who did he? Who did he? They cut him, right? They cut him. He wasn't traded. They cut him. Howie cut him. That guy has changed the entire defense around for the, for the Packers. I can't believe what I'm watching. Russell Douglas is unbelievable. I'm going to ask Gary Cobb that question. It's coming up here in a second. Man, you imagine if you had that dude on your defense right now? Eagles have a top 10 defense. Did you know that statistically? All right. You guys have any questions? For Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philly, please, make sure you ask him. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll translate it to him. This is a great football Monday, man. Guys, you're 8-7. and seven. You're in control of your playoff destiny. We'll get to Gary Cobb next. You keep it right here on the National Football Show.
1: This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
3: The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org.
4: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Seven,
5: three. One, two,
4: three. Because Philadelphia Dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. And managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say we got this.
3: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theOceanAC.com.
0: Welcome back, National Football Show, Dan Cilio. By the way, we were scheduled to have Jay Glazer on tomorrow, but he's got COVID, so we'll reschedule Jay. We talked to him uh, this morning, and uh, he's doing a little bit better. Kind of had a setback today, so uh, we'll schedule him once he's up and running again. He missed all the Fox shows over the weekend, but man... You're now sitting at eight and seven. We bring in our dear friend, Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philadelphia. And hey, hey, Gary, before I get going here, and what shook out in that game against the Giants, can you tell me what happened to Rasul Robinson and why he is not here any longer and what happened to him in Philadelphia? Because he's playing all pro football in Green Bay. I mean, he's changed that defense around. What happened here? Was it just a different scheme that just didn't fit his skill set?
5: Well, you know, it was a case where uh, Rasul Douglas is, is who you're talking about. Yeah. Now, and Rasul, he, he's a guy who has great uh, ball skills. Meaning, like, he really is a safety, if you ask me. When the ball's in the air, this guy goes after the ball, man. He, he does a great job with um, playing the ball in the air and. You know, he he's it depending on the coach, he's gonna get under a coach's nerves because <laughs> he he's gonna do some freelance things like we saw it. I see it with uh Travon Diggs. I saw it with Everson Walls was like that. Hey, he's gonna go by his instincts, and most of the time his instincts are right, but they're not right all the time. So, you know, at times he might do something where you're going like, Oh no, you're not gonna do this, you know, and so he he really um I thought he got the coaches upset, and they really want. They didn't let him use his best assets, which is he is a ball hawk. He, he, he reads the quarterback. He's got great instincts. Uh, I saw the play he made on Sunday when um, he, a guy's going deep on him, but he knows where the quarterback's going with the ball. So he left that guy, went over and sure, showed they picked the pass off, made the quarterback look bad. But Rasul has got great ball skills, but you have to have enough confidence to let him play with those instincts because really, you know, especially the way the game is, hey, you could have a guy that's out there and he, he just plays by the book all the time. The guy that picks off four or five passes or eight passes helps you win six of those games, you know. T- turnovers are what – defense is about, you know, if you can cause turnovers, you know, you're the guy that goes to the pro bowl. You're the guy that is on a winning team. So they didn't let him play like that. You know, um, I, I, I would stand over there and the coach was getting on him when he would do things like freelance like that. But if you ask me, he should be playing safety, meaning he's got those kind of instincts, you know? So, uh, it is amazing when you see a guy go and blossom like that. I'm happy for him you know he was he was a good kid you know you you see these guys coming. I love to see a guy do well and but the thing is that they're letting him play with his instincts they're letting him do things. hey, if you read this, go ahead and jump that play and, and he does that and he's going out there with the confidence and the coach is giving him the encouragement and he's just flirt- he's just um just blooming like a flower in that situation and he's got great ball skills. I'm telling you, if if I were coaching him, I probably would move him to safety, you know, cuz man, he will read a quarterback and jump the route. That's 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 one of the strengths of his game. And then, you know, he's he's got the size, but you know, he's he's he, you know, he um he's he's really the strength of his game, but they didn't let him do that, you know, they. And so you know how some coaches—they're not gonna let a guy freelance too much.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, no, no. They're not gonna give way. him. They're not gonna give him the space, Gary, that they're giving him oh. in 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 Green Bay right now. They did. They had more. Uh, Jim Schwartz had more of a, you know, a compact defensive scheme that they wanted him to play within that scheme, and you could see Green Bay is giving him more latitude to jump those routes. Let's get into the game on Sunday here. Who do you uh-huh. think has been the biggest? Reason for this turnaround. They've now have won six of their last eight ball games, the Eagles. Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, Jonathan Gannon. In your opinion, what's been the big turnaround? Well,
5: the biggest part has been the running game. Uh, that's been the biggest part. And I will give uh, Nick Sirianni credit that he started doing everything around the running game, which is what they should do. Their passing game should be designed around their running game because. Once you go up against the Eagles, you got to say, "Look, we got to stop this run." So you start committing stuff. You got people you're bringing up, you're bringing up safeties, you got eight guys up on the line of scrimmage. That's when you become vulnerable to the passing game, you know? Because you can't have eight guys up there and they're all attacking the line of scrimmage and not have vulnerabilities in your passing game. I mean, your pass defense. So, the running game starts everything. And plus, with the running game, they win the ball possession battle most of the time. Now, they really didn't do that yesterday, but yesterday, I got to give the defense a lot credit. The defense led the way yesterday with, with the turnovers because first they shut the Giants out, which really, the Giants are so bad. Oh God. Those quarterbacks, I... Those guys could, shouldn't get their checks today. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way they should have enough gall to walk up and take
0: their check. Come on. That was terrible. That was, uh, hey, Gary, Gary, that was absolutely terrible. Gary, to your point about Jonathan Gannon, listen to these numbers. They are fifth now in yards allowed, 11th in mm-hmm. points allowed. They're a top 10 defense now. And do you think it goes back to that – I don't want to call it a confrontation with Fletcher Cox, but when Fletcher went public and he said, hey, we're just not on the same page, do you think that's all it took was maybe just a kick in the side for all of those guys to sit down and just come together there and go, hey, okay, guys, let me hear what the locker room what my guys are saying. Do you think that's what jump-started this?
5: Yeah, I I definitely think that's a part of it because I see they come out in that um, five linemen. You know, I think that's part of him talking to Fletcher because he wants he's going to look. I want to get singled up sometime so I can do something for this team. I don't want to be double teamed every play, you know, and, and Fletcher's at a point now where the coach can say, Look, I need everything you got every play. Look, you got I got two guys on me. Should I just waste myself fighting these two guys when these other guys are singled up? Figure if they're singled up. Earn your pay and do something. I got you singled up. They got two guys on me. And Fletcher, Fletcher wants to get in situations where he got one guy blocking him. He going, there's nobody in the league. I haven't met one guy that can block me. So what they do is they get in that five defensive lineman set. And it's hard to double team him. And it's hard to double team all of them. So everybody's single blocked. And then somebody beats their man. And, and they're hitting the quarterback. And, and that's what they did yesterday. They, they pounded their quarterbacks. Even though they didn't get a lot of sacks, they got a lot of hits. <laughs> so every time this guy's let go of this ball, he got a helmet in his ribs, in his back. You know, they're falling on his legs. So after a while, all they wanted to do was throw those check downs. And that's what wound up being the interception that they returned for touchdowns because they just said, look, I'm not standing back here taking this punishment. You know, the minute I get a chance to throw the ball, I'm throwing the ball, and I'm and I'm I'm gonna duck. I'm not taking this punishment, and that's that's really what it was. So the defensive line really took over the game. But I I do think what you said about the fact that um, Jonathan Gannon having to talk with Fletcher Cox is basically was motivation for them to do some things to try to get them single block, and you know the Giants definitely don't have a an offensive line that can block the Eagles defensive line if they're single blocks. So when they go to the five man front, then the, uh, the, 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 uh, the offensive line that they're playing is going to have a lot of single blocks. You know, they got to block guys and they weren't good enough to do that yesterday. And and really, uh, I bet you (laughs) the kid from, when they took him out, he probably gave the coach a few dollars. Hey, coach, thank
0: you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Gary, we just had a question asked from LT. What did you think of the linebacker play? It looked like it was very disrupt- disruptive yesterday against the Giants.
5: Uh, yeah, they, they are playing better. They are doing a good job. You know, both with uh, T.J. Edwards because he almost had an interception there too, uh, and, and of course uh, Singleton picked one off and took it back to the house. Uh, they were playing well. They're attacking the line of scrimmage. They did a good job of knowing that. Saquon Barkley's the guy they had to take away, and they were all over him, and I thought they played well, and I thought that whole uh, defensive front, I thought they were the key to the game because they're the ones that forced the turnovers, and, you know, uh, at a certain point, probably halfway through the third quarter, the Giants were getting on the bus, okay? They were physically still on the field playing, but really, emotionally and everything, they were on the bus. On the turnpike, headed back up to the giant stadium, of <laughs> Wait
0: a, wait wait a minute, Gary. You and I know this. Uh uh-uh, oh, man, they got the Hertz's all packed up already for this year. The, hey, the Hertz's are packed up, ain't they? They're ready. They're they're ready for this thing to end, ain't they?
5: They are ready to go home. Uh, and I think that's going to mean there's some people that are running that organization are getting ready to take a trip too, because you got to get metalman out of there they they talk about that they're going to keep uh, Joe Judge um they say why? that they're probably going to keep him around why i, I know you know <laughs> he really hasn't done anything they 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 look awful i mean they're just not that that that's not uh, i mean you see i remember when you played the giants you buckle your chin strap oh yeah that's the way you know when Parcells was up there
0: <laughs> no doubt you have buckled buckle your chin strap that team, that team surrendered in the third quarter here. Now let me ask you this one here, because this will always be a running theme and it's unfair to Jalen, but has he passed the audition in your opinion to be the quarterback at least for next year? Wait, wait, I didn't hear it. Uh, say that again. Has, has Jalen passed the audition at least to be the quarterback for next year? I, I
5: think he, I think next year. Yeah. I think he's probably, he, he I think he has passed that, that point. Um, because he responded to the challenge where he played his poorest game against the Giants that first game. And I thought that yesterday he kind of redeemed himself. And, um, you know, the the offense has been getting better. You know, they they are getting better with being able to add a passing game to that running game. And they don't need a spectacular passing game. They just need to be able to take advantage of what the running game gives them, which is, you know, when they go play action fake, people have to honor that because of the, what they, the effectiveness they're having on the, on the ground. And so he's been able to show that he can take advantage of that. And, you know, and he's gaining confidence in receivers, you know, um, even um, with the game uh, last week, um, the game against Washington, uh, where he knows he has the confidence in Devontae Smith and then, dallas goddard and in the quest watkins pretty much those three that he puts balls up he gives him a chance to go up and win a battle for the football um with Devontae, with the the two throws the last couple weeks on the sideline with him getting his feet in and catching the ball there and Jalen puts it outside there where it's really almost out of bounds but they're able to work you know that's the kind of thing you want to see between a quarterback and receivers so you're kind of seeing these guys come together and they're kind of flowing together. So you see progress. That's the, basically I'm talking about. You you see progress. And that's why I think he is the guy. I hear that there's nothing in the draft that um, is going to be able to come in and improve. So Jalen just has to keep on making these improvements and getting better and better. And right now he's the guy. And I think he's the guy next year. And uh, I, I think that uh, they can make the playoffs. And, you know, I see promise there. I definitely see promise. And, of course, there's benefits from a tremendous running game they have. And um, they've got some guys banged up. But, hey, you know, you can get running backs, free agents, whatever, you know, get the guys off the street uh because these guys are, you know, they're, they're getting banged up. But, that line, man, they got a line that they move people. And as long as they're doing that, they can beat anybody, really. And, and nobody's going to want to see them in the playoffs.
0: Oh, no, because they can, they move the sticks when they're running the ball. And you mentioned banged up running backs. The, a couple last questions here for you, Gary. The, what is the impact of Miles Sanders' injury to this offense down the stretch here, in your opinion?
5: Boy, I, you, know, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't think <clears> – <throat> I don't expect – of course, I'm not a doctor, but I don't expect to see him uh, until they get in the playoffs because <clears throat> he got a broken hand. I don't expect to see him. And, and, you know, you just see the burst he has. Yeah. That when they open a hole for him, that's 10 yards, boom. Yeah, he hits that gone. burst. When he hits the exhaust, <laughs> <laughs> you see uh, the specialness about the kid that he's got those kind of wheels – and he's starting to get to where he's getting used to run behind this line. No dancing north and south. Bam. You know, north and south. And, and that's the way he's running behind this line. And they're providing him with the holes. And, and, and that's going to be missed. They need him, uh, you know, if and when they get to the playoffs, you know. But Because I think um, if New Orleans loses tonight, I think they might. They, I don't know if they clinch. They might. I think. Uh, well, I think they might have to win. They have to still have to beat Washington.
0: San Francisco but, and Minnesota are still kind of creeping around there for that seven spot. So
5: yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I think know they, San Francisco, they, but,
0: they but they the Eagles are ahead one. of Minnesota. Yeah, if if tonight, yeah, I think if the Saints lose tonight, I think that eliminates one of those teams. So they're yeah. getting closer and closer. Hey, by the way, speaking of that, last question for you: Sirianni wins ten ball games. Are we looking at the NFL Coach of the Year?
5: I think so. You know, he he's he's won me over, man. I, yeah, me too. Because you know what? These guys want to play for him. Yes. It, and that's what that's what you want to do as a coach. Yes. These guys want to play. I mean, you see a guy's giving effort and they want to fight for him. And that's what you want to do as a coach, man. You know, and he might have done some things I wouldn't agree with when it comes to, you know, throwing the ball, some, you know, when when I think that, you know, they lean on that running game even more. But I, I like the way he is a personable guy. He's honest. You know, everybody was, uh, you know, a lot of guys in the media are burying him, you know, because some of the things he said and everything, yeah, he maybe he maybe he volunteered more information than he, than he should have with talking about what he says to the team and all that stuff. And he's getting into the flower talk and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the,
0: the, the flaky stuff probably rubbed people the wrong way in Philly. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know what? If he wins 10 games, who cares how flaky he is, right? That's right. I mean, get your players to play for you. Yeah. And, and, and these
5: guys, I could tell by the way, Art, look, if somebody touches Nick Soriani, Cer- he's got a team of players that are going to snatch that guy and, hey, that's what you want. That's really what it's about. you got to have a coach. I mean, in, in any business, you got to have guys that are willing to work for you, you know, and these guys are willing to work for him. They believe in Nick Soriani. They like him and they're willing to go out there and lay it on the line for him. And ultimately, that's the number one thing you got to do as a coach, and he, he's done that. And then I like the way he's got this offense evolving, too, because they're doing a lot of things. They got different running attacks that they're kind of merged together. And most of the defenses don't know what hit them. After and they look up, and it's 200 yards rushing. <laughs> you know, if you're giving up 200 yards rushing, you know you're not going to win many games.
0: So it's
5: over. <laughs> it, And I'm telling you, They've got some people sweating when they get into the playoffs because if you've got somebody you're controlling the ball, it doesn't matter what the other team – what kind of offense the other team has. They're going like, well, yeah, we got a great offense, only they're sitting over there on the bench. <laughs> That's and, and, right. uh, and so they can go in and, and dominate the game. And I think that gives them a chance, man. Uh, and, and, the, and the way that their defense is, is coming on – they're starting to peak at the right time, and I got to give Nick credit. He's done the job, man. That's what, hey, hey, what coaching hey, is about.
0: Finally here, I got to sneak this in. How about Carson Wentz throwing his 29th touchdown over the weekend? He's 29 TD, seven picks. His team is 9-6. and six. Are you shocked with the turnaround in Indianapolis?
5: No, because, you know, I saw him when he was here. You know, I mean, I saw the years he had here. You know, the, the, the guy was the reason the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and he's – Probably the number one reason they did—he got them in the situation where you're the number one seed and everything. So, I'm not shocked because he, the guy's a, a great player. You know, he's he's been a great player. But I, I really I saw the game the other night. That's winning football. You see, he wants to win again. Yeah. He's leading that team. He, they know he wants to win, man. So he's taking care of the ball better, and he, he can do all. He can, he can he can pull it down and run when he needs to. He can make all the throws. There's a reason he was the second pick in the draft. I mean, the the guy's a great player, and I'm glad to see him back at that level because um you know he had a bad year that one year. But but the guy uh, was a great player, and uh, I don't think anybody that's really been around the league is really that shocked. The
0: guy's a great player. Yeah, no, no, no. I think I think it's a great story all the way around. The Eagles get a one and you got Carson starting all over again in Indy. Gary, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you hey, so I, much. Hey, I, I, I,
5: I got to give my man a plug. I'm over here. uh, Yeah, I'm over here at the Deptford Mall uh, at the Sports Cave. And, uh, like, anybody like to stop stop on by, they got uh, everything, the memorabilia. It's all here, man. So stop on by over at the Deptford Mall in Deptford, New Jersey, at the Sports Cave. Come on by. Uh, If you want it, they got it here, man.
0: Absolutely. Make sure you go on by. And C.G. Cobb, he shows up every Monday for us. Fox 29 zone, former NFL player, former 10 years plus legend, my friend, Gary Cobb, the mayor of Philadelphia. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate it, brother. All right. Have a great one. You got it there, man. Man, I screwed that name up again, by the way. Hey, guys like the show. I really appreciate it. You guys have been dope. Carson Wentz, man. Are you shocked? You hear what G-Cobb said, too? The reason you won that Super Bowl, he was the main reason. Okay? I'm going to tell you what you have to do the rest of the way out. You got 60 minutes of football this weekend against Washington. Don't go to sleep on that. Don't go to sleep on that. Hit the like button. Thank you so much. You Keep it right here on the National Football Show.
1: This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
3: The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org.
4: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Seven, zero, three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia Dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner, Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
3: Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. <laughs>
0: Excuses, yesterday, I was under the weather, though, a little bit. Rasul Douglas. Jesus Christ. And I did it three times. Rasul Robinson, thank you. Holy cow. Too many hits to the head. CTE on Big Sills. Holy cow, man. Jesus, thank you. Hey, I know this. Everybody's good. Silly-o, okay? Not Robinson, dickhead. Okay, hello. Wake up, Forrest, over here. But I like that. Don't worry. By the way, what if Wentz wins the Super Bowl? <laughs> what if Wentz wins the Super Bowl with that Colts team? Fire Howie Roseman? Oh, no, old Cole, too many hits to the head, man. So, what do you think of Rasul Douglas? Dude, it's Rasul Douglas, not Robinson. Hello, over here. Like Jesus Grammy. I better stop before I fuck it up again. I know you do chalk it up, Philly. Thank you, man. Oh man, hey, I saw that somebody said that Washington should sit all their players because of what we did last year for them. Wentz is not winning the Super Bowl. Tell you what, they're nine, and, they're nine and six. They could, that team could be an eleven and seven football team. With Carson Wentz as the starting quarterback, and he would have started all 17 games. I thought he was hurt all the time. Spanish Philly, thank you, man. Thank you, Spanish Phil. I usually don't get names wrong unless it's people I have to remember when it comes to people in my life, you know? You know, people in radio or, you know, in our stream business. Here, here's the thing with me. If you're nobody, like, rel- relative to anything I'm doing, I-, I may not remember your name. But if you're somebody that's, like, hooking us up or we're talking every day, I'll remember you every day. Yeah, man, I was under the weather yesterday, man. I was like, it, ain't, it couldn't be COVID because Dan don't leave the Dan Cave. Oh, Don says that Wentz is inaccurate and slow. Well, let me take a look at that. Yesterday it was 18-28, to 28, 225, two touchdowns. 113 QB rating and his team's nine and six. If that sucks, I'm good. Dupree says, imagine the day Howie gets fired. Be like 52 all over. (laughs) Carson Wentz should be comeback player of the year. A Super Bowl. Try winning one playoff game. Are you done? That hey, that's big Z's take. Win a playoff game, guy, before you start talking Super Bowl with that guy. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Who's Rasul Rob? No, no, Philly, please just end it. This will be a running gag now for the rest of the time that we're all doing this. silio how about that Rasul Robinson? Who? <laughs> Never heard of him. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. I get it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. The team doesn't run through Wentz. It runs through Jonathan Taylor. It does, James. But, James, all good football teams that win Super Bowls have a running attack. Don, Jonathan Taylor should be in the conversation for most valuable player. That Colts running back is spectacular. What if he do- – I mean, seriously, though. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. How about this? Got to give it to Wentz. Got to give it to him. I know you don't want, hey, <laughs> no, what just asking somebody in Philly to do this. Hey, man, give give Wentz some love. Uh, fuck no. Why? Because the guy quit on me. Uh-uh. No way. See, everybody in Philly's got an Italian mentality. You know what that is? Once you stab me in the back. You may, hey, you ever watch the movie Scarface? I only... I love Rasul. Xander. Okay, now you're piling on? Okay. I deserve it. I deserve it. How about this one? Scarface, right? Hey, Tony, I only tell you one time. Don't you ever fuck me over. (laughs) That's like the theme. There should be a shirt in Philly made. Don't you ever F me over. Silio, every time you go on your Wentz ranch, you lose us. Hang on, wait a minute. You got a first. And it's look at Xander putting that up there like that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, he's nothing to me. Oh, wait a minute. Let me give it to you, Fredo. Oh my God, it's Fredo Wentz. He now officially is Fredo Wentz. Fredo, I never want to see you. And when you come to see our mother, I want to know in advance so I won't be here. I want to know nothing about you. I don't want to see you. I don't want you around the casinos. I don't want you anywhere. You're nothing to me. You're nothing to me. He's dead to me. Then you're going to take Carson Wentz out on Lake Tahoe and blow his brains out? Oh, Fredo Wentz. I like it actually. It's got a ring to it. Hey, hey, hey. Forgive and forget forever. (laughs) He's dead to me. Who's on the boat? Howie. (laughs) No, no, Doug Peterson. (laughs) Doug has to shoot him in the back of the head because he screwed him over too. Uh, j- <laughs> ah. Hey, Car- hey, Fredo Wentz, you want to go fishing? Fredo Wentz. Oh, my God. We've now officially renamed Carson Wentz Fredo. I'm going to tweet that out at Dan Cilio Show. Let's talk foals. I'd rather talk foals than Fredo. Hey, is that a fair dame? For Wentz? Fredo Wentz? If we called him Fredo Wentz, are we good? Silio, you lose me. I don't want I don't want to know anything about him. He's dead to us. Dead. Dead. By the way, I mute you every time you bring him up. Fredo Wentz. Oh man there was so much going on over the weekend too. About Baker Mayfield. Holy cow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, by the way. So were you guys watching the uh the Packer game? And the Packers end up beating uh Mayfield over the weekend, right? And his Browns team. By the way, great talent. Uh, There's no question that the talent on the Cleveland Browns, I think, has more talent on it than what the Packers do. Did you see that social distancing um, interview that Aaron Andrews did? And then all of a sudden, when she thought that the cameras were not on her, she went over and hugged them. Is that just theatrics for the TV? Holy cow. You talk about trying to bullshit people. That was really ridiculous. Okay, And I posted it on my Twitter page at Dan Show. Don't pretend that you are buying all this stuff with COVID and all of a sudden you do an interview like that and when you thought the cameras weren't on you and you're moving games around and the league is mandating all these particular hoops that you have to run through and as soon as the cameras you think aren't on you, are you just playing to the audience? So you really don't believe what's going on then. All these bowl games being canceled, games being moved. For what? Nothing. Fox, this ain't me talking. Fox doesn't even believe it. I thought it was hypocrisy at its highest form. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. She ran right over to him and hugged him. Right after this social distancing six-feet interview they did, and I was like, what the hell did you do the interview like that for then? Made no sense. Oh, yeah, it did, though. All right, let me take a timeout. Guys, don't let this Washington team bite you in the ass and end your dream. Do not tell you how you got to be prepared for these next two games, and then Dallas is on the flip side of that Washington game. Please hit the like button. We love you guys. That was an awesome first hour. I appreciate it so much. You keep it right here on the National Football Show.
1: This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
3: The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org.
4: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you.
5: Seven, four, three. One, two, three.
4: Because Philadelphia Dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner brian fritz badly injured call the fritz and beyond cooley law firm find out why they say we got this
3: go for the midnight dares go for the game go for the hits go for the fans go for the win go to ocean casino resort book your trip at theoceanac.com
0: Hour two, welcome back, National Football Show. It's your boy Big Seals here on a football Monday. How about Joe Burrow, 525, man, right? Four touchdowns, and it was against a depleted Ravens team, but how about when that guy came out of college, everyone was like, well, you know, we played at LSU with all those great football players. So? And? So? That guy throws the ball like he's Tom Brady. And get this: You want to know what kind of future they have in Cincinnati? Listen to this: They're the first team in NFL history to have a quarterback throw for over four thousand yards, two thousand-yard wide receivers, and a thousand-yard rusher, all under the age of twenty-five. That's Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Bengals' future is unbelievable right now. If you're in that division, the Bengals are going to run it. It shows you what one signal caller can do to your franchise. Look at what Brady did to the Buccaneers a year ago. Mike Evans was there. Godwin was there. O.J. Howard was there. They had all those talented wide receivers. Brady brings in Gronk. Brady, they win a Super Bowl. You got the right guy at the signal caller position, you could do magical things. Who would have thought Joe Burrow? And by the way, Joe Burrow had a blown out knee a year ago. Here's another guy. Could he be considered comeback player of the year? That guy blew his knee out a year ago. I mean, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Cincinnati's in the three-hold now. Dante, the Steelers are a train wreck. I have not seen. That bad a football team, okay, in my entire life. you says that my dad go to Yale. The only time my dad went to Yale is when he bought a lock. (laughs) Okay? He didn't go to the school. He had a Yale lock. I don't think he had. Oh, Burrow, Philly. Burrow. Hey, remember I asked you this question four months ago? Who would you rather have, Baker Mayfield or Jalen Hurts? Let's ask that again here. Who would you rather have? Okay, who would you rather have right now, Jalen Hurts or um, Baker Mayfield? If Baker Mayfield can't be back in Cleveland, absolutely I'll take Jalen Hurts. Kevin, thank you. I know one thing. I'm not allowed to bring up Fredo anymore, so we're good. Everybody hates Fredo, so... I, I I give you guys what you want to hear, okay? Not what I want to say. And and plus, Xander said he fell asleep. He goes, "Thank God I woke up before the break." So, he, oh, you're, you're you're done talking about Fredo? Great. All right. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, this morning I heard a nice little rumor: Doug Peterson's the front runner to take over for Matt Nagy in Chicago. My question would be: Would Doug Peterson want that job? In Chicago, I wouldn't want that job in Chicago because I don't think much of Justin Fields. I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence in the Jaguar job. You know, Shade Khan is a guy who's going to spend money. We've seen it. He just has never really had a head coach in there. I mean, they just got to find the right head coach who could bring a football coacher in the room and start winning some ball games. And Doug can do that easily. But if I'm Doug Peterson, sure, Chicago's more of a fancier franchise, but Chicago doesn't do well with quarterbacks. And in this league, the reason that the Chicago Bears can't win, because today you can't win with just defense. The days of the Ravens and the Buccaneers and the 85 Bears, those days are gone, friends. You just can't win football games with a defense. You can win with defense and a running attack, but your quarterback sometime in the playoffs, He's going to have to make a pass to win a game. And that's the – okay, Jeff, I get the gag. <laughs> I get the gag. Thank you. Kevin says, I think Doug would wait for Jacksonville. I would, too, because Jacksonville's proven that they'll pay. Yeah, William says, Doug is already in Florida. Why leave plus taxes? Would you, would you rather go to – a commie Illinois, or would you rather go to a progressive Florida where there's no state income tax? That plays a factor. Why do you guys think you don't see any big time free agents ever sign in the California football teams, like the NFL? Because do you have to pay higher taxes? Players go to Florida, Texas, places like that, places in the South. You don't go to. You want another reason why Detroit never gets free agents? The tax issues there, the tax codes. You're never going to get a great free agent to go to to Detroit. It just never. Okay. Yale says losers since '85. Well, they did go to a Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. Doug says, or um, Saint says, um, Doug to the Giants. Yeah, but th- there again, there's a quarterback issue, and there's nobody unless you get Aaron Rodgers. Philly says, because you can't drink the water in Detroit. Political issue. Thank you. Corey says, if Jalen Hurts doesn't read defenses faster, we will not win a playoff game. We must start faster. Agreed. Especially when money's being made. Absolutely. Yell. Mandel, Jimmy G will be available. He is going to be available. I think he's in Pittsburgh. You see the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger, I think we can all agree, is toast. That thing is done. That thing is done in Pittsburgh. Mike's such a great coach, though, man. I think they're 7-7-1 now, and they're hanging on. But that's the worst Pittsburgh team I've seen under Mike Tomlin. It is just not good. Guys, do me a favor. Please hit the like button. You guys were awesome in that first hour. Hey, before I move on to the Washington game this weekend, hey, by the way, let me say this to you. Congratulations, you won against the Giants. Next. Out of sight, out of mind. Let's go. Had all day. It's over. It's over. Got Washington now. Okay? Got Washington. Let's go. Nobody cares about the Giant game anymore. Nobody cares. You know, you, know, you know what that's like doing? That's like thanking me for not robbing a bank. You're supposed to beat the hell out of that team. How much kudos and backslapping do you want for beating that Giants team? You heard Gary Cobb and what he said about those quarterbacks. Those quarterbacks do not belong in the NFL. That Rom kid. Hey, do you know Mike Glennon was actually given the position of quarterback at NC State over Russell? Wilson. Can you believe that? Hey, East Camden says that Ben needs to retire. Don't worry. Don't make him retire or get this. It'll be a Joe Namath ending. Okay? It'll be a Joe Namath ending. Let me throw this at you here about your boy Jonathan Gannon. Daryl says Big Sills. Some quarterbacks need to throw short passes to warm up. Hertz needs to run the And get the running game settled in. Absolutely. They did that ass backwards yesterday, didn't they, Daryl? Why would you throw the ball first? Get that running game going. Get it third and short. Get a feel for the game. Jake Fromm. That's a kid from Georgia, right? So let me throw you the stats about Jonathan Gannon. Fifth in the NFL in yards allowed your eagle defense. 11th in points allowed. Philadelphia now has a top 10 defensive unit. So you're in the top 10 in defense. You get the number one running attack. That's a freaking frightening football team. Your quarterback's going to have to make a play in the postseason like you guys have been saying. Okay? Okay. Going to have to make a play. And that's the question with that dude in Indy. Fair? He's going to have to make a play. Rashad says, hurts. Washington playing for honor after getting trounced by Philly and Dallas. Let me say this to you, man. Jonathan Gannon now is a head coaching candidate. That's according to Adam Schefter. He, he's a, one of the top 10 coaching candidates. That's pretty crazy. This guy has turned this defense around since. You know what's cool about him? And I'm starting to get warm to him too. How about the, how about the notion that when Fletcher Cox went like this, Okay. Still need more sacks. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay? When Fletcher Cox we're not on the same page. Things gotta get leader of the team stood up. He stood up. We're not we're not going anywhere here. This thing's gotta get better. Hasn't that defense played better since that? week I forget what do you guys remember what week that was hey nfc east beast he's got a top 10 defense you know just because you don't like the guy i don't think you're looking exactly what's happened here they're 15 yards allowed they're in the top 10 in total defense 11th in points allowed in the league. I don't know about you, man, but that's pretty impressive. From the start they had, they worked this thing out. I do agree we need more sacks. Kevin says, I'm not sure week five or eight. Well, yeah, because I forget when that happened, when Fletcher went and they were talking. and they, I thought it was like five. I thought it was earlier. Yes, Eagle, number two in run defense in the last five weeks. is freaking incredible. Seals, you take fields, you take Lawrence over fields all night. East Candom says I'm still not impressed. Come on, man. That Jacksonville thing is a train wreck. Hey, by the way, I see you got a, a, a Spanish fill. How about the job that Derek Carr's done? In Las Vegas. With all the shit that's gone on there, how about the job he's done, man? Is that not impressive? Got to be impressed with him. Dude, this loses your coach midway through the season. Guy kills somebody on your roster. You got guys sending out an inappropriate tweet. You got guys bitching back and forth, and he's still hanging in there, and they're still winning games. They go into Denver and win. Dude, man, that's a good quarterback. Dante, is he really second in passing yards? That's incredible, man. Dude, I'd love to have him. um, Hey, I'd love to have that guy as my starting quarterback. There's, There's some soft about that guy. I like him. I do. I dig him, man. That's a good story. That's a good story in Las Vegas. I mean, really, you got to like what – okay, let's let's go on to Washington here. So I see everybody – and by the way, you know what the biggest thing about playing a team like Washington is? Funny, you know, Big Z said this before we went on the air here. Man, this Washington game could be a trap. Well, don't let it be then. How do you do that? Now, remember something. The Eagles are going to play three division games in 13 games, 13 days when they take on this Washington team here, okay? Guys, that's a lot of football with very little downtime. You're lucky you had the bye prior to this, okay? Kind of gave you a respite a little bit. So what's Washington going to do going into this game? Okay, you guys softened them up for Dallas, clearly, on that Tuesday night. You pounded them, right? They got into that Dallas game, man. They, they were waving the white flag. They were they, they were just uh, – there was a shell. I mean, the COVID stuff and all this, all of that, it, it, the team is just – and for the sideline antics, Allen and his teammate getting in that fist fight, that was such a poor look for Washington. But then again, look at the or- organization run by the Snyders. Did you expect anything less? That guy's been the worst – that guy's the James Dolan of the NFL. James Dolan's the worst owner in NBA history, maybe in sports history. Guy cares more about what t-shirts are being worn at Madison square garden than he does about the shitty product that he puts out on the garden court. doesn't care about the garden. Oh, no wait, I'll take that back. He cares more about the garden than he does about the Knicks. I can't believe that the Rangers have been successful under his stewardship. I cannot believe that. But then again, Glenn Sather was the guy who set the cement for that organization. And that's why the organization had success because Glenn Sather came in there at the beginning when he took over ownership and poured the cement. And you were able to get some quality guys like the goaltender and everybody else that gave them an opportunity to pretend that they were going to be somebody that maybe could win a Stanley Cup. But outside of that, that guy's been a shitty owner. Okay. And Daniel Snyder has been the same. Okay. And smile Donald Sterling, too, man. He did have – you know you, you know what, smile Donald Sterling did have the common sense to hire Doc Rivers, though, and give him complete control of the team. The greatest era of Clipper basketball was at the very end when he hired Doc. You know, they ran Doc Rivers out. I know everybody in Philadelphia doesn't really look that much at Doc Rivers, but outside of Larry Brown with the Clippers, Doc Rivers had the most productive – time as a Clipper head coach and any coach in the history of the Clippers it was the greatest era of Clipper basketball under Doc Rivers they weren't drafting dummies like Ola Wakandy and all them other stiffs that they were bringing in you know having all them guys in there Elgin Baylor and all them guys picking stiffs okay this is what I say When you got a team like Washington, they're roadkill right now. All right? They're on the side of the road. They're an animal that's been wounded. Run it over again. Kill it. Put it out of its misery. By the way, I want you all to know I'm an animal person. Okay? I got hamsters in my house, in my daughter's room. I mean, just so you know. But it's roadkill now. Put it out of its misery. Don't let Washington have any life. Kill them. And what you don't do against Washington, you don't come out six straight passes and give Washington a pretense that they're going to be in the game. Kill them. I don't mind punning. Because at the end of the day, Philadelphia is going to wear you out in the second half. That's right, Philly. Stomp their guts out. You've got to go on the road. And when you get that ninth victory, then you could start doing this. Holy shit, we're not going to have a losing season. Then you know what you're playing for? You're playing for the playoffs and what you're also playing for is you're going to frighten somebody cuz you have all the components like I said but you know what teams will look at everybody is going to be watching philadelphia noodles right i agree start with washington with the head and the rest will follow amen sander put that up kill them noodles is right kill them Put them out of their misery. They want to be put out of their misery. There's nothing to play for. Guys will be playing for some jobs. BF says I like Chris Sirianni early, but I've got to tip my cat. Way to go, bro. Dude, he wins 10 games. He's coach of the year. I know. We all. Hey, BF, you're not the only guy that did that. Don't, don't think, hey, by the way, people can, you know what's funny about sports talk, sports broadcasting? You know what's different about my show compared to the other stiffs that broadcast? I get accused of this. Xander says the same thing to me sometimes. Sills, you're flip-flopping. No, I'm not. I'm not a fortune teller. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know what a guy's going to do in 10 years, two minutes from now, 10 minutes from now. If I did, I'd pick the lottery. I'd burn the boats, live on an island, and no one would know where Big Sills was. If I could do all that, that's what I would do. That's my dream. So what you get is you get sportscasters who make a proclamation on the air. And they do everything in their damnedest to make sure that that proclamation comes true, even if the facts don't lie. How many times have you heard Skip Bayless I try to tell you that LeBron James sucks as a player? Come on, that story was over 20 years ago. It's stupid. Or, or, or Aaron Rodgers is not this or that. What, whatever, guy, come on. Yeah, Rodgers, the best spinner of the rock I've ever seen. What I do is this. If a guy gets better at the beginning of the year, just like you said about Sirianni, I thought he sucked at the beginning of the year too. Was he getting his and gathering his feet as a head coach? Yeah, he gathered it. He listened to his team. He changed the narrative. The team got better. What am I supposed to do here? still call him out and say he sucks and lie to you? Friday, he still hasn't shown me. That's not what's happened here. We give you truths every day. That's why my show is never evergreen. Because something I say three weeks ago, has the NFL season, guys, has the NFL season been consistent here? Okay. I get accused of being not consistent with Jalen, right? Has the NFL season been consistent this year where you thought the best team at the beginning of the year? By the way, If we started that out, the Saints destroyed the Packers at the beginning of the season. Rodgers had his lowest QBR rating in the history of his career. What would you have said then? Oh wow, Roger, well, don't worry about it. Everybody was dumping on him. Now they're the number one seed in the NFC. What am I supposed to do? Sit here and go like this. Well, you know, he got out to a rocky start. They've won 36 games in the last three years. The Packers have won 36 regular season football games in the last three years, I'm supposed to look at that and go, that sucks? What are you, high? I'm not a fortune teller. It's not flip-flopping. It's called being wrong at the beginning. What happens with people who don't see clarity, you live in denial your entire lives. I'm not preaching here, but guys, okay, watch this. Beginning of the year, the Eagles were a D. Today, where's that number? Since I can't get a name right, the Eagles have won six of the last eight ball games. That's an A. Two one five says denial or cowboy fans. How about this one? How about this with the Cowboys? So the Cowboys beat the piss out of Washington. You hear everybody today? Oh, my God. It's one of the most dominant performances. I'm supposed to thank Dallas for not robbing a bank. Right. Are you supposed to beat the hell out of the Cowboys or the Washington Redskins? Yes. What am I thinking here? Paul says, what's the game plan for beating Dallas? Let's get through Washington, Paul. Okay. Bobby, I like that. I want Dallas. Okay, Bob. Hey, Paul, you know what I do to Dallas? I line up. You know all those things they say about Parsons? All them guys that they have on that defensive side of the ball, Dan Quinn. Let's run the ball at him. Let's put our guys. Let's put that O-line. Let's put that O-line versus that Cowboy front four. Cowboy O-line versus the Eagles O-line. I'm sorry, man. But I got the Eagles in that battle. That's Ali Fraser. That's Ali Frazier, man. Oh, man, that's a, a – God, I would die to be in a game like that. I don't want to get ahead of myself here, man. Hey, Parsons is a beast, but I'd back off the LT comparisons, okay? That guy ain't Lawrence Taylor. Don't kid yourself. Ali Frazier, baby. Whew. See, I don't want Ali Frazier too. That wasn't the better fight. I want one or I want the thriller in Manila. When guys were sitting there in the 15th round, the story goes like this, guys. I talked to, uh, man, I got a signed uh, Angelo Dundee uh, book that he gave me. I was friends with Angelo. I met Ali years ago. Actually, I got a signed picture from Ali. He used to come see us practice because he worked out in Miami all the time because Angelo Dundee's uh, gym was in Miami. Angelo said in that fight, Ali Frazier 3, that Ali was in the 15th round or 14th round. And as he was getting ready to get up, he said, I can't get up, Angelo. I can't get up. He goes, you got to stand up. When he stood up, um, Frazier's corner. Said, I can't let you go out, son. I love you too much. I can't let you go out. And he wanted to go out. Those guys were fighting to the death. That's what this thing looks like. Dude, you imagine getting to a point where death is staring you in the face. Your legacy's on the line. You're looking across the ring and you see Ali stand up in the final round and You see the – he can barely – if you ever see the video, he faints right after Frazier says he can't come out. Actually, it wasn't that Frazier couldn't come out. His corner wouldn't let him out. Frazier was going to come out. That, to me, is fucking amazing. You're to a point of death, and you put everything on the line. That's when you play in a football game like that. Some people look at it as a show. Hey, the show, you're out there fighting for inches and yards. That's what football, what makes that thing great? You fight for inches. They lead the yards and they lead to the touchdowns. You fight for every inch on that field, man. Every moment you're on that field, you fight for it. Washington's going to put up a fight, guys. Okay. They're going to put up a fight. Got to knock them out. This will be a defining game for this one person. I'm going to tell you who that is here in a second. Guys, please hit that like button. You've been spectacular on this football Monday. I can't thank you enough, man. We've had a killer day here. Thank you so much. Hit the like button. One guy will be defined these next two games. I'll tell you who. And I think you'll be shocked when I say it, okay? You keep it here on the National Football Show.
1: This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
3: The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org.
4: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Seven, three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia Dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz badly injured call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley law firm find out why they say we got this
3: go for the midnight dares go for the game go for the hits go for the fans go for the win go to Ocean Casino Resort book your trip at the
0: Welcome back, National Football Church. Your boy, Big Sills on its Football Monday. I'll tell you who the next two weeks are going to define here in a minute. you guys get a chance to see all Madden on Christmas Day? I got a great story with John Madden. And it, it's, it, he was so wonderful to me. What a tremendous documentary that Fox did. David Hill was a dear and is a dear friend of mine. He started Fox NFL, Fox Sports. He was great. I posted some emails. I'm going to send Jimmy one um, when the show's over because I forgot what he said about Jimmy Johnson, my coach. And David Hill started. He ended up getting Summerall in Madden. Once CBS lost the NFL rights. So I started broadcasting. And... I started I started broadcasting in San Francisco on KMBR 68. And I started this uh, show called, um, yeah, it was Sports Phone 68. And I was on from 6 to 10. It was like my first big gig. Okay, I was doing nights in San Francisco. And I started barking and I was saying, how's Madden not in the Super Bowl? and, Or how, how's Madden not in the Hall of Fame? And. Guys get the highest win percentage, regular season-wise, of any coach in NFL history. Still does to this day. How's he not in the Hall of Fame? Why? Because he's a Raider? John Madden called my former program director, Bob Agnew, and said, you got to hire this guy. This guy's spectacular. I mean, he's the real deal. You can hear it in his voice. And John Madden has been a fan and a friend of mine since 1992. Six. When I got to San Francisco He's been a friend a long time Man And every time I have a broadcasting issue You know as I told you I grew up with Sean McManus Who's the chairman of CBS Sports But some of the people And you know why they're still my friends You know know why they're still my friends I've never asked them for a job I've never asked Sean for a job He's the chairman of CBS I like doing things on my own merits I've never asked John Madden for a job. John's asked, you want me to help you? At Fox, I go, nope, nope. they don't see it, then I'm not going to beg anybody to do anything. Not begging anybody. Okay? Have Probably should I have? Probably, but I'm just not begging for that. You either hear it or you don't. And most people don't hear it because they don't. But it's funny, all my successes have always been highest ratings every place I've ever worked except one place. And John was behind me the whole time. I sent Virginia a text and told her how awesome I thought that the uh, special was. I said, Jacob Bowman, too, who is the president of engineering and production for Fox, told him how great it was as well. God, it was so good, man. That was a great. And Coach Madden, by the way, Coach Madden um, is so accessible. Oh, by the way, Eagle. My very first NFL football game, I had Summerall and Madden calling the game. I should post it on my um, on my Twitter. Guys, if you don't follow me on Twitter, please do, at Dan Cileo Show. Um, I should post that. My, and, and John Madden does this. We were playing the Chicago Bears in 1987. It was the first game after the strike was settled. Madden goes, boom, look, see that kid Cileo right there? This kid was a Miami Hurricane on Friday. Now he's wearing an NFL helmet. Look at that. There he is. My grandfather couldn't believe it. That Pat Summerall and John Madden were pointing me out in an NFL game, my first game. And I'm like, so you had the luxury of having – it's like when you're in college and you get Keith Jackson calling your game or, you know, you you, you get Era Seijian and those guys calling, you know, your games and such back in the day. I love that. So I had Summerall and Madden calling – some of my NFL games, and I keep Jackson calling my college games. It was pretty cool, man, right? Really cool. So I want to see you puking. Oh, my God, Paul. Paul brings up the puking. Yeah, because in the first my first game in the playing against the Bears, Walter Payton hits me in the chops twice. It was so freaking hot that day, man. Payton hit me in the chops twice. And I go like this. I just barfed through my mask, man. I was so freaking nervous. I look like the scene out of, like, Any Given Sunday. I go, oh, thank God it's fourth down. Irv Randall goes, it's third, kid. That went, oh, shit. Uh, they ran the same play. Bang. I come walking off the field Ray Perkins. Okay? Ray Perkins goes like this. How was it? I go, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh. Hold on for a second. Andrew says, hell, I'm not too proud to beg. Even grovel. I'm learning. Hey, hey, Paul, I'm learning. Okay? Now, grapes in my salad was another game, Paul. Maybe it was this one. Maybe it was this one here. Here, I got a picture of Big Sills in here, I think. No. Hey, look where I played a game. Against the Packers. You want to hear something? I don't think you guys ever even knew, the, knew this. I played a game at Lambeau, but I also played a game against the Packers here. Like, every other year they would play, or no, every, like, year they would play a game. What was the name of that county stadium? It was a baseball park. Yeah, Milwaukee County Stadium. And we were both on the same sidelines. It was crazy. The traducking, man. Thank you, Jeff. That's awesome, man. Word on the street, big Sills, to replace Angel Caldaldi next year on WIP Radio. <laughs> uh, Odyssey. Here, can I here I'll do a segment for you for Odyssey. Already? Hello, everybody. This is no no. He can't do radio voice. Big sales, right? WIP. That team needs to get it? Their... No, no, I can't do that either because they, they would call me in the program director's office. So you would have to do this. Hey, Philly, react. What do you think the Eagles need to do? I think that that quarterback is probably getting it. Remember, you got to be a salesman. You got to be a pitch man. Okay. We can't go after people anymore. That's why this format gives it to me. Now, I'd be cool. That's right, South Philly. By the way, it's not the host's fault. Don't blame the host. It's it's management's fault because advertisers, they they, they, they don't want Edgy any longer. That's why Howard's not with a full-time show and he's on weekends. You understand that. Howard Eskin should be the afternoon guy, WIP. I could have powered on five days a week be thrown off by Wednesday. (laughs) You can't have that guy running his mouth like that. Once a week is enough. You can't put him on. Yale, I got up for 20 years doing morning drive. I did morning drive radio for iHeart for 16 years. And I did it another five years at the old station, uh, 1090, Wolfman Jack's old station in uh, San Diego, which went into Los Angeles. So for 21 years, I did morning drive. I used to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I've just gotten over. I've just gotten over getting up in the last few years that I used to get up like that every single day for 21 years. Ugh. Seals. Yeah, they, thank you, South Philly. Yeah, WIP, it's not the host fault. All right, listen. These next two games. These next two games are going to define Howie Roseman. Guys. Follow me here when I say this. Was he right on Jalen? Hey, let's do this. Was he right on Jalen? Was Howie Roseman right on Jalen? Was he right on Jalen? I know you guys don't want to answer it. Jeff says yes on Jalen. Birdman says for a second rounder, definitely. That's right. That's right. Clarify it. Birdman clarifying it. Yes. Wow. Beat says, I honestly can't say yes. Oh, you really? You don't think he was worth a second-round pick? Ryan, for a second-round pick? Really? You, you, You can't say? That's right. They used the number one overall on Baker. You can't say that the Eagles were right for a second rounder with Jalen? 215 says Hertz is definitely worth a two. Yale, yes. Yes, and Caleb, and yes, saves money. Okay. Was Howie right on Nick Sirianni? Was he right on this coach? These are two things he replaced. Okay? That had ties to a Super Bowl just two years earlier. See how 215 is answering it? It's looking that way. Okay? Jeff Wright, he's a Pro Bowl alternate. He's a second rounder. Hold on, Eagle. I'm not. No, 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 no. I say it's going to define him. Smile says Peterson's better. But was he wrong on Sirianni? Ski says Hertz is breaking Eagle records this year. Okay. Let's do this one here. And in the process, he's got three ones, three number ones in April. 11 total picks. And you're 50 under the cap. And your team is eight and seven. They beat Washington and the Cowboys. They're ten and seven. Darius Slay has panned out. Has Darius Slay? Did he not get elected to the Pro Bowl? Did he draft Jordan Mulata? You win ten ball games, man. This guy's had a hell of a year. You might be considered the NFL executive of the year. How could you not? Nobody on the planet thought, including me, I didn't think Jalen Hurts was a two. No way. I thought that Darius Slay move from Cleveland, or from Detroit, I went like this. I don't know. Now it's like Unbelievable. So, Howie Roseman is reconstructing your coaching staff, your draft status in the upcoming April draft, and he's created cap space for situations like we just see with Miles Sanders. I don't know. Do I think they go after Adrian Peterson? I think Peterson, I'm not sure, is the a roster right now? Would you bring Adrian Peterson in? Would you put him on your football team? I think he had a couple workouts. Did, didn't the Buccaneers just sign Le'Veon Bell? Okay. Now, she said, I missed the point. For a second-round pick, he's fine. I was saying no in regards to him being the answer at quarterback. Okay, fair enough. Beats, all right. He also says, if everything lines up. Okay, I mean, I'm not sure if Peterson, okay, is, 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 is like an answer, but could he be a body? Could you bring him in? I mean, add another guy like that, an experienced guy. I wouldn't mind having him in my locker room. Adrian Peterson around my other running backs might be a cool thing. I don't know, right? Something like that. But how he's done a hell of a job this year. Guys, I know we're all sitting here. We like punching bags. But he's done a hell of a job. And see, here's a narrative that's changed also. Todd Gurley. I haven't heard that guy's name in three years. I think he's on the beach somewhere in Puerto Vallarta collecting his money from, uh, from the Rams or Atlanta. When Jesse James was robbing banks, at least he used a gun. That guy used a fountain pen. <laughs> right? That guy used a fountain pen. Right? How, hey, man, beginning of the year. Here, here. Follow me here. Look at how everything has changed from day one. Thoughts on Jalen's changed. Thoughts on Sirianni's changed. Why wouldn't thoughts on Howie change? Now, look. Has he, by the way, did I see Jalen Rager again? Was there another sighting on a punt return? In that game against the Giants on Sunday, did I, did I see a Jalen Rager siding for the second week in a row? Did I, did I actually see that? Guy made me look like a dumbass again when I tweeted out he's got to be the worst return guy in the history of the Eagles, and the guy goes up the sidelines. I'm sitting there going, of course he does. Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> I remember that guy, man. What a tool bag he was, right? Hey, Albert Hainsworth, man, he stole some dough, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Smile goes, Sills. Okay. Don't forget to drop, dude. (laughs) Yeah, right? Man. Yeah. He's had a good... Dude, the whole franchise has turned it around. Okay? The whole franchise has turned it around. Eagle Empire... Jalen's making plays. Eh, I don't know about making a lot of plays, but he is making more. There's a good comment there. Howie has a lot more Brandon Graham's than he does Justin Jefferson's. Guys who really pan out long-term, but don't make that immediate sexy impact. Philly says Howie has had his issues, but let's be real here. Let's take a look at the turnarounds here. He is rebuilding. Frank Gore. I don't know if I want, hey, man, I love the U. I don't know, after Frank got his ass kicked by an NBA guy. Okay, David, Adrian's in Seattle. Okay, I, I, I thought he was released by those guys. I thought they cut him. Yeah, Gore got his ass kicked. He got knocked out. I don't know, man. I don't think that'd go over well in Philly. Hey, Philly goes, give me the effing Cowboys. Hey, hey, man. Dude, like I said, hey, just just a sneak, just a, just a little bit of a kind of like looking over. Those Cowboys don't want anything to do with the Eagles. No way. No way. No way. Oh, man, what I want, Dak. I want to get this. You know what I would want to? Can I say this? Hang on for a second, guys. So you're telling me that I'm going to get 120 minutes, potentially, of the Cowboys? You know what I want to do? That final regular season game, I'm going to do everything in my my power to put a hat on Dak. Late, cheap, sidelines. I don't care. I'm hitting that fucker. I get a playoff position solidified. I want that dude in the opening round of the wild card. You ain't going to beat the Eagles up. You may win, but you ain't going to beat the Eagles up. And I want my pops on him. I would hit that guy every freaking second I possibly could. High, lows, everything. Now, see, this is why you can't go on WIP here. Because snowflakes would go, that's not into sportsman's, you know, that's not sp-. sportsmanship. Kid, where do you, what are you playing? Bitty football or something? participation medals and shit. I want to smack the shit out of that guy. I'm going to hit that guy every single second I can get. I'm going to smack him, hit him, talk trash to him, knock throw an elbow at him. I'm going to rough that guy up, dude. I'm going to rough that dude up. Then they're going to go, well, you get the Cowboys in the wild. Great. You mean I get another 60 minutes of them, guys? Bring it on. Next time Dak drops back and he sees somebody coming in there and he knows that people are putting a hat on him, no matter if he gets the pass off or not, you're going to think twice about throwing that ball low or high. You start you – st- hey, you punch a guy in the head enough, he'll duck. Always remember that. You punch a guy in the face enough. Motherfucker duck. I used to look over at Jerome Brown and say, this dude's already cowering. And I would say it out loud like that. I'm going to kick your ass from here to the end zone. That guy would see like, man, you're just, I go, shut your mouth. Don't talk back to me. And the referee would come over to me and Jerome and go, pipe down. I'd go, I look at him and I'm going, you're lucky he's here because I would beat the hell out of you in front of the nation. That's how we talked and played. You're lucky there's a ref in this game. Because if he wasn't here, I would kill you right where you stood. And everybody was like, I can't believe you thought. I go, well, it's a football game, ma. Huh? What do you think this is here, man? Hopscotch? Okay. Jerome looked over at me going, hey, don't mind him, man. He's out of his mind. I'm like, you just told me you were going to kill the guy. And every the offensive lineman man from Notre Dame or Michigan would be looking at us, going, These two guys are crazy. And Jerome would look over and go, you call me crazy? I said, Hey man, you know, I think he knows your sister's crazy. You know, my sister's in a mental home. And I'd say, Man, you you did it now. And of course she wasn't. <laughs> and I I'd go like this, man. Your sister, this guy said that your sister in the mental home, man. He's talking trash. I never, and then by the end of the game, man, we got these guys all going like this, and man, we're going like, "I'm gonna fuck you up, dude!" Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> Snowflake abuse, man. What a great week, man. You know, we we were hoping that the Eagles would be eight and seven. And we came on the air Monday, and here they are, eight and seven. That is all good, man. All good, man. And now we got Washington and then, of course, we'll, we'll we'll leave that other team out there. Well, let's just take care of Washington. Guys, please hit the like button. You guys have been spectacular on this Football Monday. I thank you so much, man. I hope everybody had a great Christmas. New Year's coming up this year. What a great way to start the 2022 year off with making a run at the playoffs here. Till tomorrow, 4 to 6 Eastern. You keep it right here. And don't forget, we'll catch you tomorrow on the flip side. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com slash podcast. That's grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.